Yay back. It's officially Yeezy season. The Griff Report starts right now. Two, one, boom. Hotep Jesus. Of all the Jesuses I know, he's the Hotepiest. Social scientist and YouTube host, Hotep Jesus. How the fuck do you get a name like Hotep Jesus? He's the one and only Hotep Jesus. Ryan Sharp, better known to the world as Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Somebody said... What do you think you are? Some kind of Hotep Jesus? Ooh, and that's I was good. Just like, ooh, that's sexy. <laughs> yes, I do think I'm Hotep <laughs> Jesus. Good afternoon, Hotep Stan. Welcome to the Griff Report live Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. I'm your host, the Griff God. Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Oh, this is a real hotep, brother. Hotep to the chat. Hotep to the hotep of Stannies. Hotep. Uh, Kari Dojo said, so there's not going to be a Grifties anymore? Where'd you hear that at? Why would you say something like that? Go get your tickets right now. Grifties.com. It's up. Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Trying to figure out why you said there would be no no grifties what happened why would you why would you say something like that Charles strong dad in the chat dre brown steph colonel ak i see you hotep yatu saves what's up man haram life what up bro how y'all feeling hotep 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 uh what's happening with my rumblers it was messy in the rumble chat yesterday hotep paisa said finally made it to a live what up man welcome congrats you made it We have a uh, eventful broadcast lined up for you today. We got to do some Super Bowl recap so I can tell you what I think about some of this Super Bowl stuff. We got some opinions from women on men. We're going to take a look at that stuff and uh, some Trump stuff is in here. Michael Rappaport. We didn't get a chance to cover that. Uh, so yeah, we're going to take a look at, what is this? Roman Empire. I don't remember why I put this in there. I guess we'll take a look, look at that too. Um, let's start off with, let's start off with the Super Bowl. Let's start off with the Super Bowl, do a bit of a recap into the success of and the controversy surrounding said Super Bowl. I want to start with this one first. Uh, is that all of it? Okay, let's go to the share screen. Put this up on your screen. Let's see what we got here. This it. Perf. Perf. So, right after the Super Bowl win, this tweet came out from the Democrats through uh, Joe Biden's account says here just like we drew it up and he's got the laser eyes and uh, a lot of people responded to this and I was uh, quite disappointed lives with TikTok went full woke full woke right this is creepy as fuck 
full woke right. Just snowflakeism all around. Hold on, let me see if we can pull up some of these quote tweets. Um So a lot of clapbacks here. Some people clapping back at Joe, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um Anything interesting here? Anyway. So I saw a couple of people you know, responding to this, like lives of TikTok, like, oh my God, see, look, blah, 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 blah. And, and you know, my, my response is, this is genius. This is just genius. I mean, you got to give credit where credit is due. The Democrats had perfect timing on this. Everybody made all this hoopla about Taylor Swift and the Democrats. And then the uh, social media interns published this post and it does 215 million views. Congratulations. Whoever uh, is the social media manager of this account, you did a great job. Whosoever I did this was, you did a great job. This is how internet social media is to be done. Um, so this is how internet social media is to be done. But everybody went, re. I can't believe he did this. Look, see, we told you. And it's just like, no, it's just good classic trolling. We got to do better. Let's go to the next story. So it says here, the Nevada Gaming Control Board reported $185.6 million in bets across 182 sports, book, sports books. It was the most bet on Super Bowl in any state's history. Now, we talked about this last night on the Patreon, patreon.com slash has been told you with Uncle Hotep for HBTY 2.0. And um, I may have discussed this yesterday, but, you know, everybody talks about, you know, NFL. Oh, we were talking about the national anthem, the black national anthem. And I guess I should probably include that in here as well. We should talk about that. And just, you know, I have a very simple take on that. It's, it's not as complicated as people are making it out to seem. Um, so why have we seen, for example, this other post here from, I don't know who the source is, but Anomaly posted this and says a 2024 Super Bowl earns the most viewers for any telecast since the moon landing in 1969. Okay. We're going to get to the yay stuff. Don't worry. We're going to get the yay. We're going to talk about vultures. Just want to do a little bit of housekeeping here. Thank you. Get those likes up. Thank you, Coy's Ronan. Get them likes up. Um, so why this massive success? And then I was telling people, I was like, you know, the Taylor Swift thing, people took it one step too far. They took it to the Pfizer. They took it to the Democrats. Okay. Some of that stuff is part of the recipe. However, this was about Vegas. This was about the NFL. This was about selling the Super Bowl. Taylor Swift 
culture was used to sell the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is not culture. The Super Bowl needed to lean on culture to sell the Super Bowl. Okay? That's what this amazing success came from. Taylor Swift. And the story, as you know, marketing is storytelling. Part of A huge part of marketing is storytelling. And um, they used the Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey situation to sell, sell, sell. Everybody took it to a whole further extent. Obviously, Taylor Swift is also going to enjoy uh, the benefits of this. Uh, now, let's go to this picture, this image here. This is uh, Travis Kelsey yelling at the head coach. I think that's Andy Reid. And um, I, yesterday I said, you know, you're stupid if you believe that the NFL is not rigged, right? Scripted, whatever you want to call it. I just said you're stupid, right? It's like saying, oh, WWE is not scripted. No, of course it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, and this is evidence of that scripting. That's why I posted this here. This is evidence. Why? What in the hell was going on on the sideline that Travis Kelsey was not in the game? Huh? What was it? What was it that held him from the game? A lot of spooky things went on in that game. The player getting injured with Achilles, that missed field goal, that blocked field goal, very spooky. Very, very spooky. But why is Travis Kelsey not in the game? So what happens is not everybody is in on the script. So Travis Kelsey's not in the script. He comes over to Andy Reid like, yo, you don't take me out the game. What the hell are you doing? But Travis Kelsey didn't get the memo. He didn't get the memo. So you wondered why this happened? This moment. Let's see if we can find a video. Whoops. This is what happens when things don't go according to the script. Right here. Right here. This was not a part of the plan. Travis Kelsey didn't get the script. He didn't know. So people are wondering, why is he why is he acting like this? Because he doesn't know there's a script in play. And that's what happens when the matrix is broken, when the spell is broken, where they can account for everything, but they can't account for Travis Kelsey losing his shit and attacking a coach. Some people call this, you know, white privilege and all of that stuff. No, this is uh, superstar privilege. This is I'm a you know top two tight end in the league, if not number one privilege that's what this is let's just let's just be honest here let's stop with the whole race games and race baiting and all of that that's because he's an elite player okay but again you want proof that this is scripted here it is here it is when a player does not get a copy of the script and he rebels against it this is the matrix cracking on the sideline Okay. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. You got to read between the lines. 
Got to read between the lines. Yeah, they lied to him, right? Uh, let's go to the next thing. So people have been wondering about the Black National Anthem. Jake Shields says, why did blacks hit their own national anthem, but not Mexican, Asians, and Native Americans? And the answer is simple. Because Jay-Z is in charge of Super Bowl entertainment. When everybody fumbled the bag, when Kaepernick fumbled the NFL bag, Jay-Z stepped in and capitalized on the opportunity, following all the Black Lives Matter, Summer of Love stuff, he stepped in and he, he's in charge now. So he made the call and said, this is how we're going to make this thing black. Right? This is part of their DEI initiative. Following the whole Black Lives Matter, Summer of Love, everybody was demanding more black love from the NFL. And Jay-Z's basically coming in and coaching the Jews who run the NFL, the white men who run the NFL, and saying, look, this is what you can do to assuage the black community. And it's genius. It's genius. Absolutely genius. So you want to know why that's there? Jay-Z. It's that simple. It's that simple. Uh, all right. Let's get into more important things to talk about. First of all, let's look at this clip right here. This is old. I want to just get this out the way. And 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 we another person got the call. We got another guy here who got the call. Michael Rappaport. He was racist. The media, yada yada yada. And he was a joke. Like as a New Yorker, like he was like yeah, a, he's a ball busting troll. Exactly. He's a he's a, but, he's a but shit here's why I think you're gonna vote for him this time. Yeah, and I was no, I, I ranted on him hard for that. Mm -hmm. Hard. There's some video about it, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I ranted hard because I was like, what are you talking about, man? Because you got played. And here's what so the re here's this is Michael why Rappaport I think you're going to vote for Trump. It's because you, much like me, much like many. This guy's gaslighting, Mike. Um, Michael Rappaport is acting at this point. He's acting like he didn't know. Oh, I didn't know there was that was edited footage I was looking at. So Michael Rappaport got the call. People, independent thinkers. You say no. So considering it, <laughs> actually pull that lever. Yeah, but pulling the lever. Uh, Michael Rappaport clip. Uh, the PBB, PBD, peanut butter and jelly. I don't know who uh, who this host is of PB, peanut butter and jelly, but um, the fact of the matter is, fuck Michael Rappaport. Do not. Where's my um. Where's my tweet about the five-year waiting period? I think I said probation. Probation. Um, let's go latest. Uh, I might have said probationary. All right, here we go. So I said, if someone defects from the from the left and has some great awakening, they should be put on a five year probationary hold before receiving any attention on the right. Otherwise, you get the woke right. 
Okay. Is peanut butter and jelly's podcast? All right. Thanks for the information, Bob D. Um, five year, five year minimum. You RT'd that? Thank you. Five year minimum. Why are we giving these people a fucking microphone? Are y'all so weak and soft and, you know, just desperate for clicks and desperate for a win that you'll host these people? If Michael Rappaport called me up and I ran Peanut Butter and Jelly Podcast, you know what I'd have told him? Go fuck yourself. I'd have recorded the conversation where I told him, go fuck yourself. That's what I would have told him. But these people... So desperate for a win, want to talk to these lefties. I ain't got shit to say to a lefty until uh, you know, a five-year minimum because you got to get through a whole election cycle because it ain't just going to flip-flop back. That's all they're going to do. You know what I'm saying? Steve Colonel says, easy access conservatives. They worse than uh, worse than hoes. You know what it is, man. These motherfuckers just want clicks. They want views. That's what this shit comes down to. I don't want views that much. You know what I'm saying? Five-year minimum and some reading homework and some reading homework. I want a book report written. I need a, a public lecture. Absolutely. Absolutely. So no, fuck Michael Rappaport and anybody else defecting to the right. You get no attention. Sit down and wait. There are other right wing voices that need to be propelled, that need to be propped up, that we can't be wasting time. He just took somebody else's time. Somebody else on the right, a libertarian or somebody else had more important things to say than to sit here and listen to Michael Rappaport spew some bullshit about he had a great awakening. The grifting in a strong word. A whole dissertation. Adrian says, where was his energy when Trump was in office? Exactly. Exactly. And then y'all be so quick to accept these people. Retweet them and yay. And no, it's still two middle fingers up. Forget him. All right, let's go to the next thing. Let me take this out of the grift bag. I got tired of looking at that. Sitting in the grift bag like that. Speaking of Trump, as we slide into the yay portion of this broadcast. Speaking of Trizzy Trump, who was he seen out in public with? Vivek and his wife. Looking like. Prez and VP. Looking like Prez and VP out here. That's my ticket. That's a winning ticket right there. He wasn't with Ron DeSantis and his wife. He wasn't with Carrie Lake and the, or whoever else. Y'all. Who's the other lady y'all said? Christy Noem. He with Vivek. That's the, that's the ticket right there. Trump Vivek 2024. That's the winning ticket. I've been saying it. I'm going to keep on saying it until Trump announces it. A little bit of pushback in the, in the, in the thread. Um, not much, but, um, a little bit. And, uh, I said this before is, you know, you got to set yourself up for somebody who's going to take on Gavin Newsom and we can't keep running old people. You can't keep running old people. John Stewart did a thing uh, on his show on first night back and 
basically talked about how old the presidents are. So you're going to need some young, fresh meat paws in the next cycle. And uh, if anybody's going to face off against Gavin Newsom, it's it's got to be Vivek. I don't think anybody is sharp enough to sharp enough, clean enough, young enough, hip enough to stick with Gavin Newsom. So if the right wing is going to have any hope, if Republicans, GOP are going to have any hope, it's that right there. It's that guy, that that Indian guy you see right there. Diesel Mayer said Pat Mahomes had 333 yards. Stadium address is 333-3333 Al Davis Way. There go the the conspiracy theories. Um, Not Noir, salute. Thank you for the super. He said, yo, no Vaseline for the fakers. Pause. Big facts. Big facts. We're not not dealing with that shit. We're not dealing with that shite. All right, let's go back. All right, let's get into the yay situation. Let's get into the yay situation, then we'll open up phone lines. Um, they got illegal trans people voting. This shit crazy. This shit crazy. So hold on, let me pull up. Let me pull up some of the yay stuff. Okay, here we. Right, let's put this up on the screen. So, I listened to Vultures. I listened to the leak a few months back or a month back or whatever it was. And it was underwhelming. I'll say that. It was underwhelming. I was like, oh, it's kind of cool. Some tunes and some bops, I guess. But obviously, it wasn't the final version and it wasn't the same quality and it was completely different songs. And this morning, I got a chance to. Give it a workout listen. It's it's much different. I think it's different types of listens you got to give the music. You got to give it a a workout listen and a car listen. Then there's the club listen. If you can get access to like some really good woofers, you can get that club listen to really feel the music. The car, you can feel the music. When you got it in these headphones right here, you can't feel the music. It doesn't vibrate through your body you're just hearing things right and i was in the gym and i'm jamming and i'm like oh shit this album i mean it took it, it right from the gate right from the gate the album captured me straight from track one track two i'm bopping three i'm like yo holy crap i get through the whole album finish my workout and i'm like holy shit yay done did it again now, I slept because the album came out last week, I think last Friday or something like that. And I was I I I, I didn't think he had it in him. I honestly didn't think he had it in him. I I I, I thought he was going to just drop off some mediocre work because it was a collab project. And it was going to be like, oh, it's probably going to be a few a few songs in there. I didn't expect the man to drop a damn hit classic. When I tell you, this is. Now I'm sitting here like, yo, how do you rank this amongst Ye's albums? Because, you know, last few last month or so, I, I, uh, I listened to a new Ye album every day in the gym. And and Graduation to me was probably the most polished album. Um, 
I didn't listen to uh, Dark Twisted Fantasy mostly because I had played it out so much last year. I didn't want to. I just didn't feel like hearing it because I just I destroyed that album last year. I just played it way too much, so I don't even like it now uh, because I just played it too much. But I went back and listened to Pablo. Pablo was a great album. Yeezus is an excellent workout album. I even listened to 808s. Don't suggest working out to that, but I listened to the 808s album. And now I'm like, where do you rank Vultures? And it's like, it's really hard to rank Vultures amongst his body of work because Ty Dolla Signs is on there. And Ty Dolla Sign, I ain't never, I don't think I've ever sat down and listened to, a, I know I haven't sat down and listened to a Ty Dolla Sign album. I'm sure I've heard some of his music before and not known it. But Ty Dolla Sign, I mean, him and Ye, they, they made a really great album. I mean, this is just a just amazing body of work. Amazing. And I love the blend because I think uh, Ye spent some time with, with Rick Rubin and Rick Rubin really took Ye's production to the next level where it has these transitions and changes and has the rock vibe. I love when Ye mixes rock and rap. Um, because they're very similar art forms where they usually operate off of the same BPMs, beat per minute, somewhere like between 90 and 100. So um, I I loved the blend of using the different movie samples and um, musical samples and the rock influence and the the bass the I mean the bass the percussion. Uh, the sonics, the the sounds, the instruments, and then the rock vibe to give it that grittiness, right? Because it's like it's poppy, but then the rock comes in and just makes the poppy record sound really gritty. So you kind of gotta, oh, 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 oh. I, I just, I just, I really love the album. So I took a ride today in the car and um, went to the store and I was playing the album. I think right now my favorite track is King. That's the last album. That's the last track on the album. I really, really love that one. It, it it stood out to most to me at the gym. I had to I had to I had to run it back actually. Um, before I forget, so I went to go look for the album, right? So uh, Apple gave me you know one of these uh, free trials of Apple Music. So I'm using Apple Music, and I go in here. And uh, I want to play the album, right? So on here, they got top picks. And you go through the top picks, and it's just like, no yay. Now, I have yay here because this is under my recently played. And then it's got workout, and then it's got more like what I've been playing, okay? Hip-hop rap. So under hip-hop rap, you would expect Vultures to be there. Vultures ain't there, Okay. New releases. Surely it's under new releases. You go to new releases. Vulture's not there. So I'm, I had to actually type in Ye's name. So let's go to browse, right? So they have this browse tab here. And you got J-Lo. Usher is in here heavy. No Ye. No Ye. Staff picks. Surely the staff will pick Ye. No yay. 
New music. All right, let's go to new music because it's new music, right? There's the Usher album. Wait. No yay. <laughs> There's no yay featured in their app. Okay, fine. So let's go to the charts. It says charts right here. So I'm going to hit the charts. What does it say top songs are? Yay. Carnival. Number two is Beyonce. So, Ye's got the number one song in the rap. Let's go to top albums. Here's the charts for the top albums. Ye number one, Usher number two. Now, Usher just did the Super Bowl. Usher should be number one. You got him featured all over this app. He just did the Super Bowl. He was grabbing up all up on Alicia Keys. But Ye's number one. Why is he not featured in the app, Apple? You know why? Because of the whole anti-Semitism and all of that shit. And it's basically like a, 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 a blackballing of his album. Where it's not anywhere except the number one chart. How does that make sense? That's fucked up, Apple Music. That's really fucked up, Apple Music. That's foul. But it just shows you how great the album is. Because no matter how much you try to stop it, it's still number one. It's still number one. And, I, you know, I, I think about, like, artists like 50 Cent, who's had amazing success selling records, who won't drop an album today because it will tarnish his record, right? Two back-to-back -back diamond albums, right? So you don't want to drop an album and it sells 30,000 30, records and he doesn't connect to the new audience like he used to. So there's sort of, it'll it'll hurt his brand a little bit if he drops a, 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 a album and it goes double copper, okay? But Ye, throughout all these years, is still putting out number one album material. That's insane. That is insane to have the ear to put together music that transcends the blackballing and you gotta fuck with it. Like you gotta like the album objectively. Now I know some people, you know, you might not like the lyrics. Some of the lyrics are very explicit and you know, some of them you just can't play with the kids in the car, you know, but, you know, to me, what was most amazing, because I'm one of those people where I don't like hearing about sex and songs. OK, it to me is just kind of like, I don't know, kind of turns me off. It's kind of I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's just like I want to hear about drugs selling them. I want to hear about some gang violence. You know, I want to hear about, you know, overcoming your struggles. I want to feel motivated. You know, it's like like I want some Benny the Butcher type shit. And. He got a song on here called Fuck Something. And I'm and, I, and when I first saw the track list, I'm like, ah, that's probably going to be a skit for me. There's another song on here called Hood Rat. Now, Fuck Something, I thought was going to be a skit. Fuck Something's like one of my favorite records off the album. Really good fucking record. I don't know how he get me to like a song that is about shit that I'm not about, but that shit's a bop. Hood Rat. 
I don't know how you could get me to like a song called Hood Rat, but it's just like you just fall into a trance and the music just takes over and you're like, I had a really, I had a, a really enjoyable time in the gym today. I'm going back for my second session after the show today, and um, I'm gonna be rocking this in there as well. And I, I can't wait, man. I, I really can't wait to to hear the album again. I can't wait to play it in the car. It's just, oh my god, I cannot tell you, man. Like I, I cannot express, you know, how excited I am to witness another classic yay album <laughs> no panties on the album vultures is dgen it's definitely dgen music and i'm not a dgen he got me full dgen listening to this album just a, it's just and, and, and i'm not gonna hold you the lyrics aren't i'm not gonna sit up here and be like yo he's rapping his ass off because he wasn't he was he was uh he was coasting he was coasting on the beats but um it's the music it's the music and it's Ty Dolla Sign and and it's the arrangement of each track the features in each track you got Quavo sounding like amazing on the record with um with Ye but just top to bottom it's a perfect album like there are no skips on this album like usually I judge albums by how many skips do you have, right? I listened to Sexy Red album. It was a bunch of skips on that bitch. I ain't even gonna hold you. I like Sexy, but it was a bunch of skips on that album. It was just my baby daddy. I'm like, how many times do I have to hear about your baby daddy? <laughs> um, and the production wasn't always good on that album either. But the yay shit, it's like you can tell when somebody sits down and thinks through every second of a song. Like, they didn't just sit down and say, put this here, put this. No, they sat down and thought this shit through. Like, every piece of this song was well thought out. Like, they, he took his time when he made this. And he's a and he's a perfectionist. And this is just, I'm just like, damn, he, he put out another perfect album. How do you do that? How do you put out another perfect album? How is this possible amidst all the drama and and the cancellation? Like, I know some of that stuff is helpful and fuels them, right? Like, so I like that he creates controversy. It's part of the album rollout. But I feel like this is the first time I listened to a Yay album and was moved by the music uh, more than what he was saying, right? And the controversies around what he's saying. You know, he had the whole, you know, uh, call me anti-Semitism, but I just fucked a Jewish chick. Like, you know, he had those classic, you know, one-liners. He had a bunch of those classic one-liners throughout the album. But when you turn it on, it just takes you to another world. It just, it just, the beats capture you. Carnival, your favorite joint? Yo, Carnival's fire. I, I'm not going to hold you. I got in the car. And I, I wanted to go back and listen to King. So I listened to King in the car. I listened to. Um, is this it? No. That's my shit, too. Paperwork is fire. The hood rat is fire. But but Carnival, 
Carnival Go. Somebody mentioned in my comments, they said to me, they said, um, what they said, they said, uh, they didn't hear any singles on the album. And I'm like, I don't know. It's like three to five hit singles on this album. If we go to the Apple charts, the Apple charts say Carnival's number one. All right. So let's look at the top song. So the pe here's what the people say. Now I'm going to tell you, out of the top 10, one, two, three, four, five, six, six out of the top 10 singles, top 10 songs on Apple, 60% of them are from this album. Number one, Carnival. Number two, Fuck Some. Again, I don't know how he got me to like a song called Fuck Some. I thought that was going to be the skip. Back to me. Which one is back to me? Oh, oh, yes, that one. Yo, back to me. Back to me goes. What stars? Stars is dope. Stars. Stars is um is stadium music. That's performance music. That's like you either come out to stars or you close the show with stars. I would start the, or, or it could also be a segue song. You could also put it in the middle of a performance. Like as you're about to transition vibes, stars is an amazing record. And then they got burn. This is a single burn is a single. That's a hit single. Carnival, fuck something, burn. Three easy top singles. What's keys to my life? Oh, this one. Yeah, that one's fire too. I would say that's more of a B-side single. That's definitely a B-side. Yo, and then he rounds off the, the top 20 with talking. Do it. Do it is dope. Do it is dope. What's paid? Paid is dope too. Good good percussion on there. What's beg forgiveness? That's dope. Um, but I mean, when you got this many singles in the top 20 and Apple don't feature this shit, like Apple got to suck a dick. Yo, I ain't going to hold you. I'm sorry for the language. I'm sorry for my German, but, um, I'm just, I, I, it, 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 you know what this really what comes down to is the fact that I wasn't looking forward to the album. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I I uh I didn't get a copy of that. I I was not looking forward to the album. I just thought, oh, he's gonna do some music with. I'm older, so I don't know about Ty Dolla Sign. Like, he's gonna do some music with some guy named Ty Dolla Sign. The album's gonna come out. I'll give it a listen just to say I listened to it, and it's just gonna be gone and forgotten. I got listen to the album. I'm like a Yay fan again. <laughs> like, I like. <laughs> I'm right back up on the Yay bandwagon. Like I never left. Yay. You a genius. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. He's a genius. He done did it again. Telling y'all the album fire. Somebody said in the chat I got paid to. What do you say? I got paid to uh from a Yeezy rep. 
<laughs> from the label for this? Nah. This is yo, I just I'm I'm I like music. I like good music. No pun intended. And yay delivered. He delivered. Now Bryson Gray thinks this video is about him. Let's take a listen. Yo, I just want to tell everybody I posted my wife three times on purpose. You understand what I'm saying? Hey, listen. His new bitch better than his old bitch. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. I don't like looking at other people, women, but his new bitch look better than his old bitch. I am not gonna hold you. She looks better than Kim, yo. Adrian C said, this is just the first volume. He's releasing three albums in the next two months. Word? We getting two more of these? Nah, that's too much yay. That's way too much yay. Stop it. Don't play like that. There's no way he's going to be able to drop two more volumes and sound as good as this one. Shout out to Nerd Nash. There's no way he's going to be able to do that. I refuse to believe it. Now, I'm the same one that said I didn't think he's going to be able to drop this album and make it sound that damn good. He going to do two more volumes? Insane. Let's go back. So what I'm saying is I delivered the album. Then people still in my comments talking about, why are you posting your wife? Because she make me happy. That's why y'all happy with the music, because I'm happy. You understand? So don't ever say nothing negative. If you don't like my page and don't like what I'm posting, go fuck yourself. Seriously. Leave me, leave the king the fuck alone. I don't care, bro. I'm going to post my wife as much as I want. Go post your wife on your fucking Instagram. Bryson said that's about him. I don't know. Um, it changes. If you look at this through the lens of this is a response to Bryson Gray criticizing him, it makes this clip more enjoyable. I can't say he is, but it does make the clip more enjoyable. for. So for my own enjoyment, this is Ye's response to Bryson Gray. It just it just makes the uh, the video go down better. Pause. Uh, vultures sucked. I don't know what vultures you talking about. You must be talking about a different vultures, not the one I just listened to. Um, I, 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 somebody says something about his wife is a sheep. Uh, you can say what you want, but every man want a wife like that. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Shut the fuck up. Do what I say. We going to win. If more women trusted their king. And just shut the fuck up and did what he said, we'd all be winning. Y'all be questioning y'all man too much. Y'all be listening to your dumbass girlfriends, your unsuccessful girlfriends too fucking much. Your girlfriend's single, she fat, she been working in the same office for 13 years with the same minimum wage pay, making $50,000 a year in the call center. That bitch opinion is null and void. Listen to your man, ladies. Shut the fuck up. If your man's got a vision, go along with the vision. Don't listen to your little raggedy ass single girlfriends. You know what she wants? She wants her bestie back. So she always going to kick your boyfriend back in. Your husband, your wife, your fiance. She going to make you do wild shit on the night before your wedding. Fuck that bitch. Cancel her. 
Fellas, if your girlfriend got a best friend, cancel the best friend. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. I'm giving y'all some good, bad advice today. Cancel besties. Cancel besties 2024. Okay? You need you a chick that's going to shut the fuck up and do what you say, even when you wrong. Because you're going to bet 80%. She can't, if she pick and choose one to listen to you, what if she choose the bad 20%? And that be what's wrong with women. They, you know, they listen to their man 20% of the time and it be that one 20% that they judge him off of. But if you would have rock with him a hundred percent, you would have seen them 80% wins and you wouldn't be thinking about them 20% in L's, but you'd be listening 20% of the time. And those be the 20% of bad decisions instead of listening a hundred percent of the time. So you can enjoy 80% fucking success. You see what I'm saying? No besties, just grifties 2024. I like that. You hear me? Some good, bad advice. Yeah, the bestie got to go to. The bestie got to listen to. I like that, Carlos. Bestie got to fucking get down with the program, too. Does she look better than Kim? Absolutely. Have you seen Kim without all that shit? She looks way better than Kim, even with this shit. All right. So you could say his wife is a sheep and all you want, but she winning. Let's go to the next one. They asked Yay about Trump. Let's put this on the screen. Yeah, of course. It's Trump all day. What you talking about? You know what it is. The OG. The OG. Mr. 45, about to be 47. That hotel math be mathing like a motherfucker. Tell him, Goldstein. Tell him. Huh? You know, Goldstein just remind me of something. I, 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 everybody's heard this quote before, but if you ain't added to my life, I got to subtract you, right? So there's this dude who watches our show, The Griff Report. His name is Brian. And um, he made a comment underneath one of my tweets. And um, I blocked him. I blocked him. Because I'm following the rule of if you do not add to my life, I'm fucking subtracting you. You got to go. You got to go. Either you adding or you subtracting. So I'm blocking you. If you ain't adding to my life, I'm blocking you. You come in my mention saying some dumb shit. You catch the block button. All I want is wins. And wins come when people add to your life. I'm making space for people willing to add to my life. The other day, uh, uh, somebody said I lost 100 followers. No, I did not block the 100 people. That's why my numbers went down, because I blocked over 100 people. If you're not adding to my life, I'm subtracting your ass. And y'all need to do the same. Anybody not adding to your life, subtract their asses. They got to go. Subtract the nigga 2024. All right. So that's the rule. You come in my mentions. I don't give a fuck if you right or wrong. If I feel like you're subtracting from my message, you got to go. If you ain't adding, I'm subtracting. Let's go to the next clip. So they decided to ask Ye about Palestine. 
you know, I would expect somebody to ask him that, considering his history with anti-Semitism. Let's leave, see what Ye had to say. What'd you say? Your thoughts on the Palestinians. I, I don't have enough information on that. I'm, okay. straight, I'm straight up from south side of Chicago, born in Atlanta. I don't have to. First of all, I'll stop right there. He said, I don't have enough information. That's what everybody need to be saying. All of y'all, shut the fuck up. Don't nobody got no information. Y'all know the history in that region. Y'all don't know the amount of money that was invested into that country of Palestine I'm talking about. The amount of money that came from the Western world to import Jews into that land. Y'all don't know the history of that land. And then turn it into a state after promising they would not turn it into a state. Y'all don't know the history of that land. Huh? Huh? Gotta put my Dick Gregory voice on. So shut the fuck up. All these celebrities and shit talking and all of that. Shut the fuck up. Y'all running around, told everybody, get the jab. Don't know what you talking about. Shut the fuck up. Running around telling everybody who to vote for. Shut the fuck up. You don't know what the fuck you talking about. Push them a minimum wage. Minimum wage came from racism. Shut the fuck up. I need everybody. What I remember I told you before is two types of opinions, a qualified opinion and an unqualified opinion. You can ask your neighbor how to paint your house or you can ask a painter how to paint your house. A painter is a qualified opinion. If the person is not qualified in the area of expertise in the subject matter, you got to just subtract 100 points from whatever they about to say. Just demote their asses. Don't listen to them. You dig me? So that's a great response. Somebody asked me, you know, how I feel about Israel and Palestine. I'm going to say the same shit. I don't got enough information to make a decision. I'm in the middle. Good luck to both sides. May the best man fucking win. Just don't cost me no more money. That's how I feel. Nobody give a fuck about my black ass. You want me to worry about some goddamn Israelis and some Palestinians. Nobody asked me about how my kids is doing. Fuck them motherfuckers over there. On that. I'm, okay. straight, I'm straight up from south side of Chicago, born in Atlanta. I don't have that. I don't have enough information. There's love for everybody, but don't pull me to that conversation. I got, I got people. I got 14 kids dying every week in my city. You know, so talk to me about that. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Chicago talking about, oh, we just voted for a ceasefire. Nigga, what the fuck does that mean when you're a Chicago uh, uh, politicians? city council and you vote on some shit happening in a foreign country nigga the nickname for your city's called Chirac don't you think you need to check the war going on in your city don't you think you need to call for a ceasefire in your own city before you worry about a ceasefire in the Middle East people priorities all fucked up if I was the people of Chicago I'd cuss their mayor out in the whole city council I cuss all they asses. If I saw you in the street, I'd cuss you out good. You fucking idiot. You fucking moron. The fuck you talking about? You should be fired. Fuck you. All types of F-bombs straight up and down. That's how I come at it. You worried about Palestine and Chicago's a damn mess. Can't even go to the south side of Chicago without rocking a vest and a helmet. It's a war zone. Are you talking about some damn? Yeah, and they got the migrant crisis. 
all in Chicago. Some bullshit. All right, let's go back. I'm about to play. This this is going to catch some people off guard, but I'm about to play a clip from a podcast that I want to be on. I want to be on this podcast. If there's one podcast I wish I was famous enough for, it's this podcast. And it's called Poor Minds. I'm going to play a clip here. And my reaction to this is going to be very honest, as you know. Some of you will watch this clip. Let's take a listen. And I'm going to give you my honest opinion. So if you're making $50,000, don't date. I'm, I'm just being for real. You're not ready to date. Again, I'm with you. You're not right. ready to date. You're not ready to date because courtship costs. Okay. Everything costs. Okay. You can go for 22 walks in the park. Eventually, Shorty is going to need a sip of something. She's going to be thirsty. <laughs> this <laughs> bottle of water is $3 in Atlanta. Let's not play. So if you don't have any expendable cash, don't date. And whatever that looks like for you, you might only make 50000 but you live in a shoe. And now you got expendable cash. Or get you a bottom of the barrel bitch that's going to date you when you have no money. If she doesn't have that expectation, and I'm going to tell you this right now, enjoy it while it lasts because eventually you're going to want to run. Because she doesn't stretch you. She doesn't make you the man that you need to become. She allows you to be the stagnant dude in the same jeans for days. You know what I'm saying? Be cutting up. I'm you talk about saying. me. So if you're making 50000 so I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I've seen all the punk ass niggas in here, all the punk ass men, soft as soy. That's what it is. They soft as soy. All right. It's always the most ugly, broken women who have the high expectations. So they always attack the messenger and not the message. When I saw the clip, I saw it a couple of days ago or whenever it dropped. When I saw the clip, I listened to it. And you know what I said? She's got a fucking point. She's absolutely fucking right. She didn't say anything fucking wrong. She said the same shit that Manosphere would tell you. The Manosphere would tell you the same shit. If you a broke boy, don't date. Nerd, how much it costs to go outside the house today? Nerd got that. Nerd got that, uh, that old tweet he used to say, he used to tell people how much it costs to leave the house. And that's something that always resonated with me because I'd be hanging out with my boys or whatever. And I would uh, say, like, you know, it costs money just to leave the house. Like you leave a house for any prolonged. For example, if you leave the house for more than three to four hours, you're going to get hungry. You're going to get thirsty. So now you got to put gas in the car. But you're going to have to get some food. And you want to get something to drink. So before you even think of dating, dating yourself is expensive. Leaving the house is expensive. That's why I don't leave my house. Because the shit's expensive. It costs money to leave a house. Haram Life said it cost $100 on a Tuesday. You see what I'm saying? That's just to leave a house. So when she says here, if you're making $50,000 a year, don't date. She's right. And it's not that she's saying something, you know, like, uh, you know, she wants your money. This wasn't one of those situations where she's saying she wants your money. She's giving really good advice because you can't afford to date. 
even if you date a regular bitch who ain't on Instagram, who don't want your money, she's out. She's out of your league at $50,000 a year in Biden's economy. How are you going to date her? And it comes back to what I was saying before. It's not about the money you spend on a chick. It's about the money you lose and why you wit her. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. It's not about the money you spend on a chick. It's about the money you're losing while you're with her. I wish all the black people were as smart as Hotep Jesus. And I wish all the white people were as smart as Hotep Jesus. And I wish all the Hispanics were as smart as Hotep Jesus. Because that guy, he, he really gets it. He knows how to boil it down. Opportunity costs. What do I always tell people? She wants your time. I want quality time. I want to spend some time with you. Can we spend some time? She don't want to spend your money. She wants to spend your time. Time is worth more than money. How the phrase go? Time is money. No, the phrase need to go. Time is worth more than money. So why you laid up with her? You know how much money a woman costs you in a day? If you spend a whole day with the woman, you know how much money you lose? You lose at least fucking 300 bucks. If you're an entrepreneur, you lose 300 bucks by hanging out with the bitch all day. You're not in your zone. You're off of your, your routine. Your routine's broken. Your routine is broken if you spend all day laid up in the bed with a bitch. Your routine, the amount of content you got to pump out or, or emails you got to send or sales calls you got to make. Then you 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 fornicating with her, you copulating with her, and now she's draining your energy from your manhood. So you're not even now it now not only is costing you time, not only is it costing you money, it's costing you your manhood. Cause she didn't drain your nuts. So now you're not even thinking straight. Now you don't even have the same aggression levels you, you had before. Your testosterone levels have dropped and all of that. You lost a certain amount of magnesium and zinc during that ejaculation. Women cost everything. So if you make $50,000 a year and you want a date, I don't recommend it. I, I, I suggest, I suggest, um, bag. So there's dating and then there's, Getting some ass. Those are two completely different things. You know what I'm saying? You got some really good female friends. That'll give you some pussy. I ain't gonna hold you. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Get you a, a, a female Bessie that gives you some pussy. Because she gonna go half on the weed. She gonna go half on the alcohol. She gonna go half on the food. She your bestie. She your friend. She's not going to want to boo boo love all day. She's not going to monopolize your time. Okay. You, 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 uh, uh, I think one of the R&B artists called it buddy. Uh, I think some of y'all call it a smashing buddy now, fuck buddy, whatever it is. If you need to, right? Now, I do suggest getting some practice in the cold approach and learn how to talk to women. I suggest, you know, when you go out with the homies, you need to approach women. You need to learn how to talk to women. Absolutely. But dating and courting? Oh, no. 
I don't know. If you're making fifty thousand dollars, you're not ready for a relationship. You, you know why you're not ready for a relationship? Because a relationship leads to marriage, and marriage leads to kids, and kids, kids, all oh, they just gonna fuck your whole bank account up. That's just a fact of the matter. Especially if you date an American woman, she's gonna cost you even more than another woman. If you ain't got a hotel woman, she really gonna cost you. Because at least hotel women subsidize some of the costs, you know, by how they maintain a household, et cetera, et cetera. You get you a nice hotel woman, you'd be happy. You know, a nice homely woman, like wholesome white woman. Woman's gonna stay home and, you know, figure out a way to you know, put some food on the table. Maybe she got a garden out bag or, you know, she's making bread from scratch and all types of shit. But courting and dating, taking a bitch out on a date. You know how much it costs to, to buy a steak today? I remember back in the day, you could go on a date for $30. I could go on a date. Uh, I get my meal for 10 bucks. Uh, soda was two bucks Add tax and tip. I'm out of there. Twenty five dollars plus five dollars tip. That's thirty dollars. We out of there. A date costs fifty dollars now. Twenty five a pop. Plus tip. That's 50 includes tip minimum. Don't let you be uh, in Miami or New York, though. If you're in Miami and New York, now you're talking about one hundred dollars for the date. $100 with a date. That's the light bill. That's half the light bill. I'm sorry. That's half the light bill. That's a tenth of your of your of your car payment. Because I know some of y'all got them crazy interest rates on your vehicle. So, you know, everybody want to talk shit about this woman because of how she look. But sister, I'm rocking with you. You are absolutely correct. Absolutely fucking correct. You making fifty thousand dollars, you are not fit to date. Go increase your income, and I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you the real reason why you want to why you want to um increase your income. Y'all ready for this, Jim? Uh, before you date, I'm gonna show you the real reason why you. In fact, I'm gonna put it on your screen. I'm gonna put it on your screen. Why you want to level up before you date? I'm gonna just give you the reminder. Where is it? Right here. I, th th see this right here? This is why you want to level up before you date. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. You see that face right there? You see that smile on her face? That's called rich nigga face. That's called I'm dating a rich, important nigga with power. I am having the time of my life. But it's deeper than that. It's deeper than that. You know why you want to have that money? Because you want control. You want control. You want to be able to tell her, shut up and sit down. And she got to deal with it. Because where's she going to go? You pay all the bills. A woman can't talk shit to a nigga paying all the bills. If she is, you're doing something wrong. You are doing something wrong. If you paying all the bills and your woman's still talking shit, I hope you got another bitch in the wing. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. I'll be damned if I pay all the bills and she's still talking shit. Nah, bitch. Now now, now your bestie got to come to the bedroom with us. Have you ever bought your bitch another bitch? 
Hotep, you're a genius. <laughs> Hotepjesus.com. <laughs> it's just how it's got to go down. You talking shit? Nope. I need another bitch. I need a bitch that's going to be compliant. Okay? Compliant. And nothing creates compliance like moolah. You can't tell a bitch nothing uh, after she had to go to work all day. What you going to tell her? She not even looking at you the same. She went to work with the pencil skirt on, a boss looking all in a booty. He flirting with her and shit. You think she coming home respecting you after she had to get all sweaty and hop on the train and all of that? No. No, she ain't got shit to say to uh, listen to you about. You want to make the money so you have the control. So you have shut up money. You know, they got fuck you money. It's got shut up money. That's when you got enough money to tell your bitch to shut up. Shut up and sit down somewhere. And if you got enough of it, she's going to say, okay, I like that. You're turning me on. Okay. Let's go to the phone lines. Text HOTEP in your name to 202-596-5631. Text HOTEP in your name to 202-596-5631. And we'll be right back after the short, brief commercial break. She's got a beautiful smile, by the way. <laughs> 